Hello and welcome to The Writer's Mindset with me, Christina Adams. And me, Ellie Betts. Each week we're here to help you persevere through the tough times, be your most productive self and get that work in progress published. Wherever you are in your publishing journey, we've got your back. Today I will be speaking to Clarissa Gosling about writing habits and accountability. shout out to our podcast patrons for all of your support as a patron you'll get early access to episodes the chance to submit questions for our guests and access to our bonus series healthy habits healthy habits isn't your typical productivity advice we're not here to tell you to get up at 4am and go for a three-hour run hell no we're exploring the latest research to find small changes you can make in your life to be happier healthier and more productive in your writing life and beyond to start developing healthier habits today Come join our community at patreon.com forward slash writers mindset. Hello, Clarissa. Welcome. How are you today? I'm doing all right. Thank you. Yes, it's good to be here with you. Oh, I'm glad to hear it. Um, Just for our lovely listeners then who are listening along at the moment, I'm sure. Could you just let us know who you are and what is it that you do, please? Sure. I'm a young adult fantasy writer. I'm also admin for the 365 Writing Challenge, which is one of the reasons why I'm here to talk to you. I, in all that aside, I live in the Netherlands with my family, though I am originally from the UK as well. So um, I think that's, yeah, I used to be a librarian. What else do you want to know? That's the coolest fact. I would love to be a librarian. I think that would be so good. <laughs> I was a university librarian, not a public librarian. So it's slightly I don't different. Know if, is that better or worse? <laughs> I, I don't know. I've only done one of them. I can't really compare. Fair enough. So yes, writing habits today, which we've mentioned a few times, but I think mm-hmm. we're going to talk about it in a slightly different way today. So just to clarify then, um, from your point of view, how would you describe a writing habit? Well, a writing habit is just like any other habit. It's something that you do regularly, whether it's something you do every day or twice a day, like brushing your teeth, or whether it's something you do once a week or once a month or however it works. It's just something that you do without really thinking about it. And habits can be powerful in helping you do the things that you want to do, but they can also work against you. So it's a question of learning how to manage your habits as well as in all aspects of your life, not just writing or anything else. So the that's the power of habits. And with a 365 writing, habit, uh, writing challenge, what we're trying to do is help people build the habit of writing regularly whatever that means to them that's good so you would my next question then is do writing habits make a difference but I'm gonna assume you're gonna say yes on that one yes <laughs> and you've seen the power of that through through witnessing people do it I suppose yeah and it, it's very easy to talk about what you're going to do but to actually sit down and do it regularly. I mean, I, I talked for years about writing more. I had a, a blog. It's still probably around somewhere if anybody really, really wants to go digging. And every year I put up a New Year's uh, resolutions post of this is what I want to do. And for years it was always, I want to write more. I, whether that, I, I was never all that specific, whether it meant I just want to blog more regularly um, or whether it was I want to, to write fiction stories. I've always had ideas for stories. I have notebooks full of ideas of, oh, this would be a cool character. Or what if? this happened or just like random sentences that probably made sense to me at the time I hope but now don't really make any sense or like I draw floor plans of made up houses because that was cool 
And but it wasn't until I actually joined the 365 writing challenge that I actually went, actually, okay, if I'm gonna do this, I actually have to write, don't I? <laughs> Probably, yes. But having said that, I'm guilty of doing the same thing. I'm very good mm. at deciding that I'm gonna write. I'm very good at deciding that I'm gonna write this much this week mm -hmm. or you know, work on these chapters or work on this section. It's the following through and doing it that's the hard part, right? Yeah. So in terms of creating that habit then, does it have to be daily? Does it have to be um, a, a certain number of days a week? Is there a certain way of doing it in that regard that works best? I would say no, it doesn't have to be daily. Some people, it has to be daily. I mean, it, it depends on on what you're like. I'm a big fan of, of Becca Syme and the strength for writers and tapping into to, to how you work best. And it's a question of, of understanding yourself. What is it? You know, do you work best if you write every day? Does it have to be every day or could it be during the week or can it just be weekends? Or do you work best when actually you spend a week or a month thinking about it when you walk the dog and then only in the end of that time do you uh, actually come and put pen to paper or keys to the, the keyboard and actually write it out? You know, Writing isn't just sitting at the keyboard or with your pen on paper typing. It, there's a whole lot of other things that go into that the, the the quiet work behind where you're you're contemplating your story and everything else that goes into it I does that agree. answer the question I think I got a it bit does, lost yeah. in the way <laughs> I agree I think there's a certain element of that that thinking about it that goes into the writing sort of pre-writing writing but mm -hmm. for me personally and I don't know if this is true for other people I sometimes can't be bothered to write or don't get the time to write and think well I'm still thinking about it I'm still doing it I want to make sure I'm not just just thinking about it <laughs> and I need to push myself to actually do the writing as well yeah it, it's finding that balance between do I actually need to do more thinking or do I uh, am I using this as procrastination to get out of actually I need to do the writing now and that's a question you can only answer for yourself I think and, you just answered it for me as well. Yes, I'm prepared. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things I like about the 365 Writing Challenge, unlike Nano, which is about to start, is that we don't care what the writing is. You know, Nano is all about one project and doing it and doing it in a set time frame. Whereas we're looking for building habits and doing it for the the long haul. You know, it's not just a month and then burn out. You know, if you write blog posts or if you write journal articles or if you just journal and write stream of consciousness, whatever you, you're thinking about, you, know, you can write your daily word count uh, as like stream of consciousness journaling about all the problems you're having with your story. And for us, that would still count. As long as you're consistent with what you include in your word count and not, we don't, it, it's still writing, if that makes sense. Oh yeah, that makes perfect sense and brings us quite nicely onto my next point, which was how important is word count? You know, if you're building a daily writing habit, do you have to sit, set a certain word count and hit that every day or can word count sort of be a secondary factor? I think it depends. Within the, the 365 writing challenge, we ask everybody to set a weekly word count goal and then, and also to say how many days a week they're going to work 
And then we have a, a shared spreadsheet where you go in and put in your line and say, okay, well, this week I wrote this many words and I worked on this many days as a way of, of, of keeping accountability. But it isn't, you know, that, that's a goal in the sense that all goals are, you know, that some weeks you'll write more than that and some weeks you'll write less than that. It's not necessarily looking at each week or each day in isolation. You know, maybe you don't write anything one day because when you're meant to, because something else happened, there's the rest of the year. It, it's that, okay, you learning what to do or how you come back to it when you've taken a break can be as valuable as just sticking out and sitting down and, and writing your 100, 500, 1,000 words or however many you've set for each day. Yeah, the the word count goal is just there as a way to help you. It's it's a marker for you to say, okay, that's what I want to do. Does that? <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's really good because I feel like I've set myself daily word count goals in the past, and as soon as I get to the point where I'm not hitting it one day, you want to give up for the rest of the week, don't you? <laughs> oh, maybe yeah. that's just me, just self sabotaging, but. I just having that strict number hanging over you every day can feel like a lot. Even if you can mm. write those words, sometimes the pressure of them being there, that number being there can be counterproductive. If it's over a week, some days it's going to be more yeah. and some days it's going to be less. It gives you that little bit more freedom. Mm -hmm. And there are some people who want goals that they can hit easily. So they feel like they're always getting it and they have that sense of accomplishment and then they can go above it. And there are other people who want goals that they have to work for every day or every week that is that little stretch to push them further and you need to learn which one you are because if you do it the wrong way around then it's incredibly demotivating exactly and it's I suppose that's a bit of trial and error to work out where you mm -hmm. stand on that scale yeah when it comes to deciding what you want your writing habits to be then when it comes to you know sitting down and planning it out what are the key factors in building those successful habits I think it's a question of being realistic what is it that you can actually achieve? How much time can you commit to your writing? We're talking about writing. I mean, this is the same for any other habit, but if we're talking about writing, how much time can you commit to your writing? And don't assume that every day is going to be a good day. You need to plan in or like assume that you're going to have some days or weeks or months that are not optimal you know if your maximum is writing 2,000 words an hour you can't assume that you're going to write 2,000 words an hour every hour that you sit down to write a computer for a year because that's just not going to happen <laughs> you know other things will happen your children will get ill and you have to reschedule everything as happened with us or whatever else you know there, there's always something that's going to happen it's going to snow and you can't do anything or whatever there, there's always things that you you feel ill no, it, it's you need to start from a point of being realistic. You also need to realize you need downtime. Just because you have like two hours free every day doesn't mean that you can automatically fill those two hours with writing. You you need to take some time to to relax and to to chill out and look after yourself because you're important. That's true. I suppose you can't just decide you're going to write two thousand words every hour that you want to do it, like you say especially if you're not taking care of yourself in between. Yes, you may be able to write those 2,000 words in an hour sometimes when you're at optimum performance level, mm -hmm. but you've got to maintain your own mental health, physical health in order to be at optimum performance level. Yeah. 
Hmm. Absolutely. Well, you've spoken about the 365 writing challenge a couple of times mm-hmm. and the accountability of that. That's what I'm quite curious about. Do you think that accountability makes a big difference in terms of people keeping to those writing habits and hitting their writing goals? Yeah, I think it definitely helps because you've got somebody there looking out for you, somebody who will cheer you on when you're not. Yeah, cheer you on when you're hitting your goals, but also be there going, hey, come on, what's going on? How are you doing? Um, what can we do to help when you, when you're not? So it, it's that balance of you know having a supporter, but also somebody who's there to to cheer you on when you're not feeling it so much. Yeah, I think well, for me, accountability makes a difference because I am very good at letting myself down. Um, <laughs> as, as I don't mean that to sound really sad, but you know it's very easy to say. I'm going to write a thousand words today. And then you get to the end of the day, you go, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Whereas mm-hmm. it, I found in the past in terms of accountability, if say me and Christina decide to have like a writing session together, um, we don't live too close, so it's normally virtually. But if we sit down and have that accountability for each other, I write, I'll just write. I'll just turn up and go, oh, okay, it's time to write now. I'll just do it. So having yeah. that someone there who, who I have to turn up for makes a difference for me. Do mm-hmm. you see the same thing in the groups? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, yeah, personally for me as well, I I find it very easy to ignore deadlines I set myself. But deadlines I've set for other people, I I I, I have to work to hit those. Which is why I put my books up on very long pre-order so that I have to do it because I have a date that I have to do it all for, even if it all gets a bit stressed and frantic at the end because it always gets left to last minute, however much slack you leave in the schedule to do it. The looming deadline pushes you yes. forwards, gives you the accountability. Mm. Yes. <laughs> That's a hardcore way of doing it, though, like having the uh, the deadline online already for like um, Amazon, I'm assuming, and places mm-hmm. like that. Does yeah. that does that work for you, having that, that hard deadline like that? Yes. <laughs> Otherwise, that it just, I mean, I put it for a year out, and certainly when I first started doing it, I had the book already written, so I had to edit it. Um, and then... Yeah, it gave me the the end point. And then you work backwards from there. Okay, so uh, when do I need to send it to my editor? Okay, so when do I need to send it to my beta readers? Okay, so that means that this is the date at which I have to, have to, have to have finished um, going through my edits. Why? I mean, it doesn't work for everybody. Some people hate it. I was going to say, but... that's impressive. I like that. I've never, I personally wouldn't consider doing that. So I think it's quite interesting that you find that works for you. Like you said, it's never going to work for everyone. Hmm. But that's another interesting way of considering the accountability, I suppose, is uh, mm-hmm. having that date looming. Oh, the pressure, the pressure, I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> I like, it's good to, uh, you know, not all of these things have to work for me, right? That we're, we're no. educating our listeners of ideas and things to try. So it's good that yeah. you've got a completely different one there. Perfect. Yeah, the first year I did it was 2020. And then, of course, the kids all got sent home from school. And then I was trying to homeschool at the same time as edit this book. And, um... <laughs> Goodness, oh my. It was a bit crazy. <laughs> but it worked. We all worked out in the end. Nobody killed each other. <laughs> out of interest, do your kids encourage you to write? Are they your little accountability buddies too? They they do that. My my son has introduced me to people as this is my mum. She writes books that nobody reads, which oh, is a bit harsh. Oh, right why it hurts. Oh, so mean. But, um, no, I did. we did a, a local event here uh, a couple of months ago. Uh, no, a month ago. And I had like the stall out with my books. I had like bookmarks that I was giving out to everybody as they walked past. And my son took over. He he, he did really well at, at giving out bookmarks to everybody that came past. I'm like, cool, yeah, I'll hire you for this. <laughs> so 
So he's oh, very excited. <laughs> they had an author come into school a few weeks ago to to talk about you know writing and books and whatever, and they're both going, "Oh yeah, my mum writes." Oh yes. Yeah, I'm like, okay, that's cool. That's cute. So in terms of yourself, then obviously I assume you're you've had ups and downs with your own productivity and things in the past. How did your writing and your productivity change after committing to that accountability in the three six five writing challenge? It was the thing that actually made me start writing. Because I mean, even is it it's an annual challenge, so it starts in January and runs through till December for the year. And you know, I signed up for it in the autumn in like November or something. And you know, I, I, I set my goal really low to start with because I still had the, the kids were at home. And so it was like, right, I'm going to write 100 words a day in a notebook with a pen because opening up the computer and turning it on just was too much of a commitment at that time so they're right I'm just gonna write I'm gonna write a page of my notebook every day and I did well I did until I reached the point that actually um you need a lot of notebooks to write a novel and then <laughs> so uh, yeah after a couple of months I, I switched over to to actually typing and doing it <laughs> I, I raised my goals a bit more because that's not very much and I realized that I could do it but it, it was the the, the ch- signing up for the challenge was what started me writing before then all I'd done was like talk about it and come up with ideas and you know write a little bit but then put it down and never pick it up again that's interesting I like that you started with the notebook because that felt easier something we've talked about a few times on the podcast is removing barriers to entry so like if you feel like a task is really big but you can sort mm-hmm. of do it a slightly different way and come in a different way to make it easier to, to start that makes a world of difference right because mm-hmm. you're you're doing so much more already and just making it a bit easier for yourself right? yeah definitely and so it's you... important not to compare your goals to other people because you're not in the same position as them so it's not Absolutely. a contest you're not competing with anybody else except yourself in terms of the 365 writing challenge then do you mm-hmm. think that kind of challenge is for everyone do you think it works for everyone and it's adaptable for adaptable for everyone or is the format just not suitable for certain people i'd like to say it's available for everyone and it everybody could get it to work for them but i'm also realistic that i don't think there's anything that works for absolutely everybody so it's a question of knowing yourself and knowing what you need there are lots of people who already have writing habits and are already doing however much a, a day or a week and they're yeah they're they're looking at ways of pushing their own productivity but they already have the habits or there are other people who prefer to do things on their own or they prefer to do things with people that they meet up meet up with in in real life and and talk to or they want more of a a one-on-one connection whereas this is Although we we run it into to smaller groups within the whole group of everybody, it is still quite a large group of people across the world who, when you first come in, you don't necessarily know anything about very many of them. It, it's a question of what, if you feel that this is something that would help you, then yes, please check it out, sign up for it. Um, we're excited to have new people, but if you think it sounds like the worst thing in the world and you could never use it and it would be just horrible and uh, no, then that's fine too. That's good. I like that you gave a realistic answer and not just everyone should do this. <laughs> Cause like you said, it's not realistic, is it? Yeah. And if, if people are wanting to write and they're looking to build habits and 
they're that that's where they are at the moment that they're they're I don't want to say struggling, but they're that they want to be doing more than they currently are, then I do believe the 365 writing challenge is a great thing that they could try out or they could think about. It's not going to be the one gift to, to everybody. And even if you sign up and you you go for it, you still need to work at it. You know, it, it still needs your commitment and for you to actually do the writing and do the things, however many tools and however many things we can have to try and help you, it's, you've still got to do the work. Absolutely. You so you can have as many tools as, as you like in the world, right? But unless you're going to pick them up and put in the work and start digging, they're not going to do anything for you. No. As the same with anything, whether we're talking about writing or whether we're talking about exercising or eating better or, you know, sleeping more it's it's still we all know these things are, are good for us and are what we feel we should be doing it doesn't mean that we're all going out and doing it because guilty yeah <laughs> i've got many tools for many things yes. <laughs> what would be your advice then to someone like me i admit who is very good at starting writing habits and deciding upon writing habits and not actually maintaining them and sticking to them um first of all i would look at what you are trying to do and think is this actually realistic you know are you trying to run before you can walk you know you look at how much time you have what you can actually achieve realistically in that time and maybe you're setting your goals too high and that's why you're not hitting them and feeling demotivated or maybe you're setting your goals too low and you're hitting them too easily and that's making you demotivated as well you, know, you need to have some sort of self-assessment or of, of looking at that and and really thinking reflecting on why it is that you're not doing it is it just that you've got too much other stuff going on you know emotionally physically mentally that maybe you don't have space for it right now and you need to to take a step back and think actually i need to put this on hold until whatever big crisis is, is overcome. And, but if, if all the rest of that is, is fine, you know, you know, you have this certain amount of time and you can, you feel that actually that is realistically to, to commit, then I would certainly say, look at uh, finding somebody who can help you keep, keep you accountable for that. And whether that's the 365 writing challenge, you know, we'd love to have you um, do look into it. Signups for 2023 will be opening soon. So yeah, do come and have a look at us and see what we offer. And if you think that would be a good fit for you, then great. I know there are some other groups that do similar things as well. So we, I know we're not the only one who've thought, thought of this, but um, yeah, I mean, I, for everything, yeah, we're any sort of goal setting, one of the first things that people say is make it public. And we are a way of doing that in safety, if that's the right way it's, to put it. It's like sandbox public kind of thing, not real public. Because yeah. <laughs> I've done that before as well. I've said like online, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Mm -hmm. I've said it in like the podcast group and stuff. And I, I do start, I, I, do, I do it with the best intentions and I do go and try and I just fall off after a few mm -hmm. days unfortunately so i'm considering joining yeah. <laughs> we have a lot of our listeners who are writers but are juggling other things at the same time like a lot of full-time jobs or part-time jobs mm -hmm. raising kids a million other things in between what would you you say to someone like that who says they don't have time for a scheduled writing habit maybe they don't 
And again, you need to be realistic at this time in your life. Own, the only person who knows what time you have available is you. And, you know, look at your weekly schedule, um, whatever you do. And is there time in there? You know, you need time with your friends. You need time with your family. You need time to to chill out and relax. And then you have, need to have time for whatever other responsibilities you have, whether that's a work, whether that's family or you know community or whatever else you're doing and work out what what you have I mean if it helps you choose choose a minimal goal you know I set 100 words a day that's a very very small goal but if you write 100 words a day you've got every day for a year you've then got you know whatever it is 30,000 you know nearly 32 31,000 words at the end of a year and that's coming up for half a novel you know that if you just do a little bit consistently it builds you know it, it's looking at doing things for the long term rather than trying to do it quickly and burning out which is a big problem with nano i nano is great i love nano it puts so much excitement and enthusiastic enthusiasm and so many people try writing because of nano and this is nano um the national novel writing month that I'm sure hopefully most people have heard about. Anyway, if you haven't, it starts on November the 1st. I, I tried Nano once and I didn't finish, um, which I probably blamed at the time on not doing the writing habit, to be honest with you. But I just, the, I, I think it was the pressure of like, everyone else is doing it. Why can't I do this? Mm-hmm. You know, everyone else is doing 1,600 words a day or whatever it is. Why can't yeah. I do it? Why can't I, you know, mm-hmm. get there? But I still learned a lot from it. I actually mm-hmm. wrote a blog post on it years ago when I did it about how I failed, but I was happy to have failed because mm-hmm. I still yeah. progressed. I still learned something about myself and my writing. Um, and I still got the, the start of the foundations of a story out of it that I can work on at some point. But yeah. I um, I don't know that I'd recommend NaNoWriMo to people. <laughs> no, I mean, people, certainly people who haven't written very much otherwise and then to jump in and try and I mean it's like 1667 words a day on average but that's actually quite a lot especially if you're doing a lot of other stuff I know an author who we had on recently actually um L.L. McRae she writes quite long novels so longer than 50,000 words but she uses nano and kind of the hype around it as like a booster or at least mm-hmm. she has in previous years. I don't know if she does it every yeah. year, but using it to kind of like get people excited for writing together and have that little bit of accountability and a little bit of boost together. But it just oh, absolutely. added, added 50,000 words to like a 200,000 word novel, you know? So Yeah, yes, definitely. And it, it, it's a question of like with everything, you use the tools in the way that, that works for you. And I don't officially do nano really, but I because the November is always really difficult month because there's always so much other stuff going on and getting ready for Christmas and family birthdays and we live in the Netherlands and there's Santa Claus who is not Santa it's very confusing and and you know the camps are in April and June and that's oh it's June or July anyway it, it's like those are just not good months why are they those months just put them a different month <laughs> yeah it's a lot it's a lot yeah I, I actually write on For the Words, which is a gamified RPG um, for writing. And they have big events running in the three nano months. So I use those to try and boost 
whatever I'm doing that month, whether it's writing or whether it's editing or however I'm doing it, I'm actually going to be writing, starting writing next week, which is very exciting because I haven't actually written in a nano month for a long time. So I'm kind of excited about that. Good. You get to join in and all the hype yeah. without the uh, the pressure of the nano 1,660 odd words a day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. In which case, then we will move on to the most important question of our whole interview, uh, which is which book changed your life? I think my first novel that I published because it proved to me that I could actually do it. And it has dragons in it and dragons are cool. I love dragons. We're a big fan of dragons over here. What did it prove to you though? What did it change? Did it, did it, push you further and make you realize you can do it is that was it that kind yeah of thing? absolutely and I can do it and I put it out there for other people and other people liked it and it's like yes actually this this is a great feeling I love having my book I, I've even got the, the poster of the, the cover behind me so it's like <laughs> that's very cool that's very cool <laughs> I like that what's the title just show everyone, it, everyone oh you know, yes because we do video. it's called yeah. it's probably going to be backwards but it's called dragon shift dragon shift Perfect. It's just so, a yeah. little cheeky advertising in, yeah. book in there. Got to get it in. <laughs> book, book three, final book in the trilogy, released on Wednesday. So that was very exciting as well. Perfect. Okay. Um, where can our lovely listeners go to find out more about you? They can go to my website, which is clarissagosling.com, and that has all the information about me and my books and how to contact me. I'm also on Instagram and TikTok if you want to find me on there. I'm Clarissa H. Gosling on Instagram and I'm Clarissa Gosling on TikTok. Somebody had Clarissa Gosling already on Instagram. It's quite outrageous, oh, really. Unacceptable. <laughs> I know. So I had to put my middle initial in there. So it's got an H on Instagram. Otherwise, most other places, I'm just my name. Fair enough. Well, thank you so much for joining us today and giving us some great tips about building writing habits and accountability. Thank you for having me. If you found this episode interesting or helpful, Make sure you subscribe to The Writer's Mindset on YouTube or your favourite podcast platform. Or all of them, we don't mind. Everything from a like to a rating to a review to a subscribe to shouting about us on social media helps us to reach more writers so that they can overcome the mindset issues that are holding them back with their writing too. If you're on social media, come join us on Instagram at Writer's Mindset Pod or join our Facebook group, which you can find by searching for The Writer's Mindset. And don't forget to come join us over on Patreon for our bonus series, Healthy Habits. See you next time. Keep writing. Keep writing.